Well, 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 good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? Yes, I am. I am as well as well can be for once, actually. Um, I we, we were talking the other day, actually, about wheat and me cutting it out of my diet. And believe me when I tell you, it has made me feel a lot better in certain respects. It really has. Good, good. I, uh, yeah, um, so I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling internally pretty good. Obviously, pain and stuff still there, but we don't need to moan about that tonight. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I had a little nap this afternoon while I was being I banned was off Twitter. Yeah, so come on, come on before before I say what I want to say in the in the preamble. Tell us about your banning off of X. Oh, <sighs> somebody was going on about how somebody was killed with a machete in London, which we know about, right? And and yeah. that, and they said, well, instead of making, instead of the Sunak going on about, you know, locking people up for life, meaning life, I said, well, why don't you just make the crime fit the punishment, you know, and or the punishment fit the crime and take off the offending appendage. So, you mean like they do in certain Yeah, well, like they do in certain countries, like yeah, for th th thieving. Which is even less of a crime. So I was actually making it worse, but no, permanent ban. Okay, right. First of all, first I mean, of all. Tw Twitter's not really for adults, you know. I mean, you you can't yeah, have an adult conversation on it. It's it's it can be fun. It can be can be fun, but like you say, it's not really for adults anymore, is it? No. I mean, I don't know if it ever was, but. Well, it used um, to be in I the old days. In the old days, it was for adults, but not anymore. So let's change the subject a bit. And uh, I want to read you an official statement here from the band Toploader. Okay. <laughs> okay. The band Toploader have released a statement. For the record, last night we played at the Blues Kitchen in support of UK music, urging policymakers, whatever the party, to support the music industry so young people have an opportunity to, to succeed and that our live music venues continue to survive. We fully support this. This is in response to Toploader getting shit on Twitter all day for pay playing at the Tory party conference, okay? Uh-huh. Or at least for the party conference members. First of all, as a person who lives in Eastbourne, and those of you may not know, Toploader are our only ever successful <laughs> musical export. I apologize wholeheartedly for their existence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we gave you this. We didn't. I had no choice. I was too young at the time to make it stop. Um, but I do apologize for their existence. And also, John, I read somewhere today that they're called Top Loader because uh, that's a way to roll a certain type of cigarette. Now, I know that's not true. That's not true at all. Do you know what a Top Loader is, John? It sounds like a VHS recorder. No, it's it's also known as a double decker, uh, and or a top decker. These are these are ways to troll somebody in real life by uh, excreting in the cistern of a toilet and closing the lid. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. Well, I'm just, just telling you. That's just that's just some some information there for you. Real life factual information. Um. And with that, I once again apologise for the existence of Top Loader. I I can't I can't help it. Um, John introduce the show. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this episode two hundred and fifty-eight of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, 
and with Ben. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Well, there you go. I still think that's too short. I think it needs to be extended slightly. Maybe. Is that the Halloween one? No, 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 no. I've not done yet. It's October. It's October. Yeah, I know. I know. But I was, God, I was I had a damn nap. It. You I was cannot going... get the fudging stuff. Oh, listen to what's talking. I was going to do it this afternoon, but <laughs> I had a nap instead. Right, why are you wearing... It just snaps straight back. Why are you wearing a Bray hat again? Party conference, baby. Party <sighs> conference. No, no. Right, okay, let's no. take... Let's go straight to the chase, shall we? Talk to me. Straight to the chase. Yeah, talk to me. What, what... Right. What's happened to Fox today? Okay, so... Lawrence Fox is, I believe, still, or at least was in custody he was arrested today mm -hmm. uh, in his home and at least six police officers including two in what appeared to be full forensic gear <laughs> were going through his home <laughs> um, looking for stuff and people started getting angsty on social media they started saying, oh my god it's because he said he wouldn't you know sleep with this woman um no it's not and i'll tell you why it is right and you know you try and support somebody, and this is just my opinion, but when they go on Majid Nawaz's show last night, yeah. and say that they are going to personally take down ULEZ cameras with their angle grinder, um, yeah. is that not kind of shooting yourself in the foot? Is yeah. it not? Well, maybe, but, right, so, people say, people talk crap all the time, don't they? Yeah. And people, yeah. and well, obviously people take it seriously, like Twitter, you know, you take everything seriously because you can't have a joke on Twitter, you know, you can't, you can't use humour on Twitter um, because, no. you know, everything you say on Twitter is, is, is completely what you're going to say. And, and Twitter's like the real world, Twitter itself is full of freaking little snitches. They just go, oh, I'm reporting him because he said hearty words. And, and that's. That's the world that you want to live in. You know, I, I don't no. give a shit what Fox says on TV, you know? And to, to do what they did to him, it's it's effectively pre-crime. Who cares, you know? Who cares what he says? He, what he, he didn't call for, like, people to be hung from gallows and things like that, which people have done. You know, people oh. have done that on Twitter and not been pulled up for it. You know, so um, people do it. People do it every day on Twitter. Yeah, so people so why every day on Twitter? Why aren't they getting arrested and pulled up for it? I mean, and look at Packham. Look, look, I mean, he was talking about blowing up oil refineries. That's just nonsense. I mean, why is he not getting arrested and and pulled over the coals for a conspiracy to he, you he, know to he, destroy he infrastructure? I mean, he literally released a documentary called something along the lines of "Is it time to break the law." Yeah, I know. Um, that was Chris Packham. So I, th I think um, the whole thing's ridiculous. I really do. I think it, it's a well, massive overreach again. It's a massive overreach by the police. Yeah. So the, I believe he was arrested on suspicion of 
a conspiracy to commit criminal damage. Pre-crime. Yeah, pre-crime. You're absolutely right. Uh, But second of all, and I'm going to connect some dots here, and I'm not saying this is completely accurate. I'm not saying this is true. Okay. I'm telling you my personal opinion and my personal theory. Yeah, okay. Sadiq Khan is 100%, in my opinion, at least somewhat behind this. Because, and I'll tell you why, Sadiq Khan has been making an absolute point lately of saying, we're going to start a unit just to deal with these Blade Runners. We're going to make it X amount. We're going to make such a problem for these people if you do something to ULES cameras. He's been really, really vocal about people that attack ULES cameras. And now what is, I know he's not an elected political opponent, but what is a technical political opponent went on a popular podcast on video and said, he is going to personally do this to a ULES camera. And I personally think Sadiq Khan went, oh, no, he's not, and stepped him. No, I don't. Lawrence Fox is nothing. He's nothing. He's not a credible threat to anyone. He's not as out of joint because of what happened on GB News, right? So he's sounding off and he's gone a bit, you know, he's gone a bit scripto, shaving his head and, Trying to look tough, but I mean, he just doesn't. He's such an effeminate man. People that sit like that, just guys that sit like that, just make me, they just creep me out, you know? Oh my God. You know, how can, how can you sit with your leg over your other leg like that? I just don't understand it. But well, sometimes I have to to keep my leg in joint. <laughs> no, it's just creepy. Anyway, anyway, um, I, I just think, I think the whole thing's a lot of nonsense and. I think he's been poking the police and everything for long enough and, you know, somebody's reported him. Much like well, someone know. else got reported today to the police, didn't they, Rishi? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's on here. Yeah, it's on here. Someone. So, yes, Rishi Sunak has it. breaking news. It was about an hour ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Breaking news. Uh, on Sky News. Rishi Sunak has been reported to the police by the political party Alba in Scotland. That's Alex Salmon's party, isn't it? Right. So um, why? why? Why has he been reported to police Scotland? Because he made the statement well, in Manchester. Well, he made a joke. It's not even a statement. He made a joke, a very clear yeah, joke. Okay. Manchester. Statement, joke, it's the same thing. He, he spoke in Manchester, right? So why report him to police Scotland? Right, I'll tell you why. Because, A, first of all, these people are idiots. All right? Mm-hmm. That's the first one. And second of all, Police Scotland have got a bit of a track record of prosecuting for people, pe- prosecuting people successfully for jokes, haven't they? But not outside the jurisdiction. No. no jurisdiction. Thirdly, Police Scotland have got no jurisdiction in England. Thirdly, um, Alba genuinely believe, by the looks of it, that, that his little joke is interfering with an active police investigation. Now, she, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll paraphrase what Rishi Sunak said here. I'll pa- he said something along the lines of, you know, in Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon wanted to go down in history as mm-hmm. uh, the woman who saved Scotland or something like that. And he said, well, she, she certainly may well be going down for something. Yeah, that's right? it. That that's was it. it. Yeah. That's it. Well, she, it, she, it, made a, actually, she made a joke about him not that long ago. But actually, uh, you know, 
for who it came from, I actually thought that was pretty smart, and I thought it was pretty witty. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I giggle when I saw it. I don't think it came from Rishi. I think it came from one of his team of scriptwriters. But of yeah, it yeah, it's not too bad. Um, but I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. I mean, that's just it's just stirring up nonsense again, isn't it? Just yeah, you know, these people just they're pathetic. They just behave like children. They really do. And I mean, see some of the stuff that Sunak's putting out on, you know, Twitter and places like that these days. It's like it's like a child. It's not even up to Facebook standard adverts, you know. I mean, they're just awful. They make you, you cringe. I mean, look at the N. Have you seen the NHS? Well, oh, no, it's not the NHS. It's the UK Health Security Agency. And now there's a that's a fucking terrifying thing, isn't it? You know, UK HSA. Yeah. So anyway, have you seen their adverts? Are they, are they AI people or are they real? Because they're just awful. They're awful. Did you did you see the one today? Did you see the one today? We're kicking woke ideology out of silence. Science. We're kicking woke ideology out of science. It was one of them posters that they like to make. Yeah, no, right? I didn't. Had a picture of it. Had a picture of a few beakers on it, and it said, "We're kicking woke ideology out of science." And I thought. It's a joke. What? What? What, what? what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's pathetic. Kicking pathetic. Right I mean, that, and I then, think this then, current Tory party... Right, okay. They have embraced the online culture war, haven't they? They have absolutely embraced it, and they are going full tilt with this online culture war. Yeah, but I don't think they know where they stand. That's the problem. Because then, then, then they go, then they, try, then they treat everyone like a child, you know. We're going to increase the, the, the age where you can buy cigarettes every year from now on. It's grand plan. <laughs> it's, to, it's to start, it wouldn't start this year, it's starting a few years. And that's <sighs> why you mentioned people who are currently 14, right? Yeah. So their grand plan. Is to make Britain a generation of Brits smoke free by saying you can't buy cigarettes. And I remember buying. Well, first of all, what they want to do is they want to edge up the age you're allowed to buy cigarettes by one year every single year going forwards, so that people under that age will never be allowed to buy cigarettes. So what are you telling me? Let's go. Like let's go. Let's go. Uh, say it starts this year, and we go. 12 years down the line and somebody who was 17 is now what 29 years old yeah so that 29 year old adult could have a family kids mortgage pay taxes everything is being told he can't buy cigarettes but his 30 year old neighbor next door can well, how yeah. are they ever going to enforce such a thing well how are they not i mean they, they well they try and enforce you they, they don't let you Smoke weeds. Yeah, but they don't say Literally. you're not allowed to. They, they don't say you're not allowed to smoke they, the they weeds. They kind of do Jeff now. Next door can. Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah, but Jeff next door can't go and buy it from a sodding shop. No, but if no, he gets a prescription, able. he can. So I mean, they they have absolute control over you by that time anyway. So it will be dead but easy because they'll just adjust your social credit score. So but yeah, I, they'll, they'll I, do I, it. No, they'll they'll achieve it. No bother. 
I've been thinking long and hard about this as an ex-smoker. Obviously, I don't want to smoke again. Um, and I and I know what harm it does, and I know how and the like. Well, but I'm also a libertarian, yeah. and as a libertarian, I believe the government does not own your body, and I believe that well, the things they've already said you can't put in your body. You should be able yeah. to if you choose to, because it's your goddamn body. I hear what you're saying, but that's not reality. That's not what happens. And the problem then in is, in reality, the government owns your body. It, it seems to be that they do. If a government can tell you what you can and can't do with your own body, as long as it is not harming or killing anybody else, then then you don't own your body. It, you don't. I don't think you do. How can you? How, exactly. How can you? We, we don't. I mean, if, and people who say, you know, we're living in a democracy, you're kidding yourself on. You haven't lived in a democracy. In fact, I don't think you've ever lived in a democracy. Never. Because you went from a feudal system into a pretend kind of empire thing. Pro-democracy. Yeah, it was a kind of proto-democracy that never actually became a democracy. So you've never really lived in a democracy. You've never had control over what you wanted to do. You've never had real say in, in decisions that were taken at a, a national and world stage level. I mean, at best, I mean, at best, you'd maybe get a say in what happened in your village, but that would be about it. Look, I'm fully in support of education, of even stricter laws when it comes to punishment for things like, you know, um, killing somebody or something along the lines if you're under the influence of something. I'm, if you've made that choice to go under the influence of something and you commit an act under that influence, then you know full well that there was a mitigating circumstance that you could have avoided mm -hmm. if you made that choice. And I'm fully in favour of something like that. What I'm not in favour of is effectively the government telling you that you don't own your own body and that you can't choose to put something in it. I'm not in, or or on on the other foot telling you you have to put something in it. <laughs> I uh, uh, well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, they do because that all the time as well. You don't, if that's the case, you don't own your fucking body. Well, I'm you, sorry for swearing, you, you but you don't. don't. You don't. Your government, ladies and gentlemen, no, owns you. So uh, one thing I'm not quite 100% sure on in his proposed smoking ban is he only proposing to ban the purchase of of cigarettes? I don't know. Can people buy vapes? In which case they're oh, still yes, having sir. they still have access to nicotine. And really, it's nicotine that's the problem drug more than anything. Because well, let's well, face put it. it this way. What? Put it this way. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen now. I can I can predict it right now. They will push vapes. They will not just allow you to, to buy vapes because they already give them to you on the NHS. I've been receiving vape on the NHS oh, for, for a while. <laughs> right? So the government will push vape. I don't receive it anymore. It was when I quit smoking, right? The government will push vape and the price of vapes and the taxation on it will go up in line with what it currently is on cigarettes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if they ban cigarettes, they are going to lose a massive source of income because, you know, the majority of the price you pay on a pack of cigarettes is taxation. The majority. Yeah. 
I mean, when I get it in duty free, it's three times less the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's you know three hundred percent cheaper or whatever. It's so much cheaper. Um, three hundred percent cheaper. My apologies. It's thirty three percent of the price. Um. So what they'll do is they'll the vapes right now are just a really a retail product, and have regular VAT on them. They will start adding all of those taxations on to compensate, and they will push yeah, the vapes. Possible. And they'll say, "Look, we got we got Britain smoke free," and people will just be walking around puffing on these instead. Yeah, that's all that's going to happen. So, um, that's all that's going to happen. Did you see the Did you see the bus crash that happened on the M fifty or something like that? No. School bus crashed. Um, driver had a medical episode oh, at the wheel, and um, I do know. Yeah. Bus bus went off the road, and a fifteen-year-old girl, I think, died, and some other kids were injured. He died as well, I believe. Um, yeah, I think I think it was the it, bus driver and a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, for well, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, he didn't look particularly old or terribly unhealthy, and that he was thin, you know, which is rare in a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> but then Hail to the bus driver. There was another one. Man. There was another one last night in Venice, or just you know, in the mainland part of Venice. Um, bus went off a bridge and landed upside down on its roof. So, oh wow! I think we were talking twenty odd people killed at that point, possibly more, because not only did it land on its roof, it was a methane powered bus. Oh, <laughs> so no. it caught fire. Oh no! So yeah, so what I don't know what happened there because yeah, I know that I don't know exactly what happened there, but yeah, that that it looks pretty horrific. I saw that last night when I woke up and couldn't get back to sleep. Um. So yeah, yeah, bus crashes. So I mean, it's like, and, and now we'll you know this will be a pattern because what we'll find is we'll find that any any bus that crashes anywhere. Is going to get picked up by the media, and it'll be like remember the trains, and remember the remember the the fire you know the fires that are still the forest fires that are still happening, right? but nobody reports yeah, on them any, anymore. <laughs> you won't hear about it anymore. So you know it's just like it's just a fad, and it's a it's a yeah. social it's a it's not even a social media fad. It's a mainstream media fad, and they do this all the time, and they do it every year, and they just report the whole thing. Yeah. No. Um... <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's, it's like you say, it's not even a fad, and I would actually call it a cycle because we're we're, we're going to move into the cycle in a minute, uh, not too long from now, of the hospitals are overwhelmed. The NHS oh, yeah. cannot cope. <laughs> Mid October usually, yeah. Mid October, yeah. We'll get the Guardian headline every winter. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking so, of the Guardian, they did a nice spread on our uh, on friend of the show, Brent Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did he write it or did they write it? Uh, I think it's a bit of both. I think they wrote a spread on him and he contributed to it. Um, and there's some pictures of him looking all dramatic, standing against a wall, <laughs> peering pensively. <laughs> I I will. Bring you back from that rabbit hole. I'll grab you by the ankles and pull you roughly from it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, Brent. Um, this, I mean, when we when you had them on, he he did have to admit that some conspiracy theories do come true or were true. 
I think when I had him on, I hoped what we <laughs> what I tried to convey was you've been calling us this for years, uh-huh. or, and and your friends have. You're wrong. Yeah, you're totally wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because because while we do entertain them and we have the show down the rabbit hole, we also do our best to look into them and debunk them where possible, right? Yeah, yeah. Because because not everything is a conspiracy, people. Yeah, and I mean, you know what? If, if people want to believe that that they can see demons through um through through night vision, <laughs> you know, in the Vietnam War, maybe they could. You know, because I can't stand here and say, well, no, that, that never happened. And, and you can't say it never happened because you weren't there. No. And you've got people who were officers who were saying, mm-hmm. well, kind of was a bit weird because he could see them, you know. And he wasn't, he, 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 he vehemently denies ever being under the influence of any kind of drug. And I know, I know drug taking was rife in Vietnam by the US, but... um. Yeah, I mean, maybe there was something weird going on, but hey, who knows? It's just one of these things. I mean, there's loads of things you don't know about, you know, and you, you it's like um it's like uh black panthers, you know, big cats in the in, in England. There's almost certainly there are there are big cats, you know, living wild in England because they found evidence to suggest that there is enough of them to have a breeding population. And then look at look at the wallabies. <laughs> There's wild wallabies in in England, and nobody ever mentions them. You know, Drew's mate. There's a fucking wallaby over there. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, so speaking of, okay, I want right. to go somewhere. Where are you going? I want to take you. I want to take you a couple of nights ago to New York City. Okay. okay. Picture the scene. It's 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Uh, you're on, I believe, Malcolm X Boulevard. I believe this occurred on. You're a white Antifa member. Okay. Yeah, I've seen this. It's horrible. With, with, your, with, your, with your Antifa girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And you get ended in the street. Random. By, and you're a member of, by, you're a member of BLM. And you get ended in the street. Yeah. Right there and then. By another member of BLM. <laughs> well, I'm just assuming. Um, now, I've seen the video. Have you seen the video? Yes, I've seen the video. Uh, there is a man, there is a picture of a man not identified yet, wanted for murder. Mm-hmm. And I hope the scumbag gets found, first of all. And second of all, I want to use this as a cautionary tale to the idea of the culture war. And I'll tell you why. Because I am seeing people that call themselves on the right of politics laughing at and almost celebrating this man's death because of the irony of the situation. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand it because you watch the man get murdered. It doesn't matter where he supports or what he aligns with or, or any of that. The... the the only thing you should be being is outraged by the actions of the man that pulled a knife on him and ended him in the street. Yeah. And I don't, I, I think these culture wars are spilling too far to the point where we are almost dehumanizing one another. Um, 
And of course and we are, because it's it's easier to fight people when you dehumanise them. That's what happens. I mean, look at look at Ukraine and Russia. I mean, they call each other. Well, Ukraine's Ukrainians do it more than the Russians, I think. But they say, I mean, yeah. they call the Russians orcs and things like that. I mean, they just completely dehumanise them so that they don't feel any remorse, you know, when they're well, they're killing them. So I'm, I, you know, in that vein, I actually got into a little bit of a, a back and forth with somebody on Twitter earlier because it looks like FIFA are going to, or at least considering, lifting the blanket ban of Russian teams playing in football and World Cup. Mm-hmm. And somebody, somebody said, you know, what the hell do they think they're doing? And I, I simply responded, what does a Russian football player have to do with the actions of their government or, or, or their army? Mm-hmm. They're just people trying to play football. It doesn't matter where they're from. And he said, but what if they're forced to play Ukraine? Do you think they should have to play Ukraine? And I, I turned around and I said, look, first of all, Russians are killing Ukrainians and Ukrainians are killing Russians. Um, neither Ukrainians or Russian football players are responsible for the actions of their leaders and the choices that they make. These are just people trying to play bloody football. And it would be down to individual choice of the players, whether or not they wanted to play in that game, wouldn't it? So why are we, it's, it's like I go back to my local town hall and my local mayor who celebrated the fact that the fucking Russian ballet was cancelled and he celebrated it in the news. Yeah. Well, why? Why? Because people like to think they're on the side of right and I don't think there is in this conflict. That's the problem. There isn't a side of right. This isn't clear cut. And in fact, there when... There is a side of right. No, well, the side of right is keep your nose out of it and don't bother. Um, but... The, pr- the problem is that when you actually look back in history at all the other conflicts, they're all a bit confused as well. And really, it's not quite clear who the baddies were all the time, you know? Look, I'm just going to leave it at that. Example. I'm not going to go into any depth on it. No, because people me, start calling me something, and that's not look, the case. Just, okay, well, let me give you another example. Let me give you another example. If we're going along the Russia-Ukraine line still, those idiot NATO basement dwellers, when they had their summit and they had an inflatable shark on stage to mm. mock the death yeah. of some random Russian man just mm-hmm. because he was Russian. Yeah. And he wasn't even in a war and he wasn't even in Russia and he wasn't even in Ukraine. No, he well, he actually, because... he actually went on holiday to avoid fighting. <laughs> he did. He didn't want anything to do with it, so they were on an extended holiday, i.e. they were staying in Egypt so that they could avoid and get away from it. And yet these people thought it was absolutely fine and dandy to start absolutely mocking the death of a man who was killed in front of his father. Yeah, I know, I know. It's disgusting. It's it's mob mentality, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, Robin says, sport has always been a way to maintain peaceful relationships between nations since the Olympics in the Greek states. Yeah, I agree with you. And by the way, if you would like your comment prioritized, there is always the super chat function. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Also, if you'd like to help us out, then please don't forget to hit the like button and share us out. Bring people along. You know where it is. Kofi. Kofi. Are you, are you pointing at, point at the Kofi? Yeah, I was. Yeah, he pointed at the Kofi. There you go. Right. Anyway, um, let's move on. Um, yeah, the speaker will not speak anymore. Well, the Kevin McCarthy's speaker gone. Speaker has been silenced. Yes, but well, there is no speaker now. 
Well, not at the moment. So no, did you? Did you? Did <laughs> yes. You see that people, people are. We made a prediction quite some time ago. Uh, what what prediction did we make, John? Well, that that Donald Trump should become the speaker. <laughs> and who's being asked now by several Republican members well, to consider becoming the speaker? There certainly seems to be a group of Republicans that have um have suggested that Donald Trump might be a good speaker. And apparently, apparently Donald is meant to be considering it. So No, see, I I read I, I well, I listened to what Donald actually said. Right? Because the quote tweet that I saw said that Donald Trump was considering it. And when you actually listen to what he said, and this is why misinformation pisses me off. He actually said, you know, a lot of Republicans have come to him and asked him about it. Mm -hmm. In my personal opinion, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene will probably nominate him anyway. Um, but he said, I want to focus on the run for president. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm asked, I would consider helping out with the process, is what he said. Yeah. I would consider helping out with the process. I don't know what that means, because there's nothing he could do other than say yes. <laughs> well, no, because I tell you what he could do. What? You, what, you've got, what you've got to remember is there are a lot of Republicans in that Congress right now who could get his endorsement. So what he could do uh. is endorse somebody, because he said, we've got a lot of great Republicans in there, you know, and if I'm asked to help out, uh, I, well, if I'm asked, I might help out with the process. So what he means by that is he might put, in my opinion anyway, he might put his weight behind somebody else. But he, he said yeah. he wants to focus on his run for president. You now, know what? I think it would be... I, I still think he should do the... It, I think he should. they should still do the cross-party platform thing because that would be a winner. Trump and yeah, he, Kennedy. Yeah. Well, he hasn't... He has not... I know he's not picked a running, running mate. mate of any kind. I know. I know. Uh, I'm not sure about the constitutionality, constitutionality of of doing such a thing, but well, yeah, I mean, just because they have a two party race doesn't mean that it has to be. I don't think. I don't think they have to be one or the other party. I just there are independents. Mm. They just never get voted in. You know, people do run on an independent ticket. Well, you know, if Donald. <laughs> are you are you there oh god he's gone he's gone he's touched his wire and he's left us are you coming back little one are you coming back <laughs> he's back <laughs> yep you hey, touched your wire did you I, I knocked it with my elbow see um, see if Donald Trump does run on an independent ticket, um, the Democrats win. It's as simple as that. Unless he's running with, um, what's his name? With with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Anyway, Robin Robin confirms you can be an independent in the U.S. George Washington wasn't party affiliated. There you go. You can be an independent, but. The thing is, like I said, if Donald Trump runs as an independent, whoever the Republicans put up, most of their votes will go to Donald Trump, first of all. So Donald Trump will get the majority of those votes. There'll be 
there'll be some votes for the Republican candidate and then there'll be loads of votes for the Democrat candidate and the Democrat candidate will ultimately win. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not in the Republican Party's best interest to not nominate him. Put it that I way. Know, I know, I know. He's going to absolutely screw them. I know. Well, maybe that's, that's what he's opinion. waiting for. Maybe he's waiting because if they don't nominate him, all he needs to say to Kennedy is, let's run. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, because I don't think RFK is going to get ruled out. Oh, RFK. Well, Andrew RFK. says RFK is already ruled out an independent ticket with Trump. But having said that, doesn't the, the, just because you say it doesn't mean it wouldn't happen. Especially if you're a politician. <laughs> yeah, especially. <laughs> so, um, especially if you're a politician. <laughs> so, right. Um, where are we? Let me carry on. Where are we? Uh. I have no idea. Swiss, a Swiss journalist got sentenced to 60 days in the jail today. For? For calling, um, for calling someone a fat lesbian, another journalist, right? He called her a fat lesbian, um, and he said that she was, he said something else about her that was, wasn't complimentary, but... May or may not be factual. I, I, I can't make a determination there because while she may look, shall we say, a little... Oh, why, thank you. Festively plump. Sorry? Festively plump. I think we've had... Um, have we had a... Is, what's that? Is that? Oh, is that a contribution in the chat? He said, Chaz is getting lonely. He needs no, but what's the big green thing? Does that mean she's... Is that a super chat? I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Honestly. Well, you're the one that sets know. these things, set this thing up. I've, I think she may be able to highlight her comments because she's a member. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. So she says, Chaz is getting lonely and needs a gal pal. Well, we'll see. But you can become a member and you can gift memberships to each other. Oh, can you know? Anyway, so yeah. So this guy got 60 days in the clink in Switzerland for calling his, one of his colleagues on a, he was on a Facebook podcast or something and called her a fat lesbian. And um, then the, the Swiss said, this is just not acceptable. In fact, let, uh, me, let me say what they said. Pascal Junod mockingly blasted the conviction for a crime of opinion, right? In, in an email to the Associated Press, he said the case aimed to probe whether a person had sinned against the dogmas of a single thought. Soral yep. will appeal the, to Swiss Federal Court and, if necessary, to the Uni- European Court of Human Rights, his lawyer added. In 2020, Swiss voters approved, and this is, this is where Switzerland probably has a little edge on us when it comes to democracy, because this is a kind of referendum thing. Um, So in 2020, Swiss voters approved a measure that made it illegal to discriminate against people on the basis of sexual orientation. I I would contend that just because he called her something that she may or may not be, and certainly looking at her, he's probably got the fat bit right, okay? (laughs) Because she appears to be fat, right? So, so it it could be it could very well be a statement of fact. In which case, I mean, how can you be sent to jail for 
I mean, for I mean, if I did, if I was to say to you, you are a somewhat fat cripple, right? Yeah, that's it's not hate speech if it's accurate, is it? Is I'm it? a really fat cripple. <laughs> okay, I was being nice, right? But you know, so if if you say something about someone that's actually factual. Why should you go to jail for it? That's just what I'm saying. We're beginning. We're being treated like children, left, right, and centre. Well, if she is, if she is a lesbian, then calling her a lesbian is is a statement of fact. First of all, well, I see. Um, this is a part I can't determine. I don't know if she is. But 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 if she is, if she is, then what is she trying to say that calling her a lesbian, even though let's play devil's advocate, she is a lesbian. Is, is somehow discrimination. Yeah. Because then you're not proud of... Then then if you are that, you're not proud of what you are, surely. Well, see, I, I think the whole thing's nonsense. I, I think the case is like... I don't think there's a case here because I don't think it is discrimination. It's like... It's just well, like... I don't think so either. It's just... You, you, surely you're entitled to say to someone, I don't like you, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like the way you dress. You dress like a hippie. Does that then make you likely to be jailed? Probably in yes. Scotland, yeah. Yeah, well, no, the thing is, your your hate crime laws where you see it are ridiculous. Oh, they're worse than here. Right? They, they are. It, yeah, because they're it, crazy. Because it's all, it's all in the mind of the person that's being offended. You know? Well, that's, that's the same as the law here, okay? So... You know, as as I wrote in my article, under under hate speech laws here, it doesn't actually matter what your own intention was. What matters is, and where the prosecution can come, is if there is an alleged victim that feels your intention was something else, which is really, really, really bizarre. Subjective. It's dystopian. Yeah. It's it's beyond subjective because, like I said, and I made. I, you know, it's it's an extreme point, but everybody knows my name is Ben. And it'll get to the point where if I wanted to be called Susie, right, and you called me Ben, and I'm, I'm not even a transgender, right? I just say uh, I'm offended by you calling me by my name. And you use my name. I could technically call the police. Yeah, yeah, you could. I could technically. No, you, there's nothing technical about it. You could call the police. And report mm. me. So, so Susie, <laughs> what about Eddie? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I found a picture. I sent you a picture just before. You did send me a picture, yeah. So we, were, we were having this conversation this morning, and Eddie, Eddie Izzard is in Chicago, isn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, we did talk about this on Monday. Yeah. Um, we We did, but I said Eddie Izzard was quite happy to go to Netflix and dress up as a man with a beard and, uh, you know, put on a suit and, and play the role of a man whenever he felt like it. Um, even though, was he asked to be called now? Was his preferred name? Susie. Susie. So I think, on, on yeah. the board of lights at Chicago Theatre, it doesn't say Susie Izzard, does it? No, it, it says say Eddie. And he looks quite masculine um, in that picture. And on the promotional picture, he's got nice short hair, beard and moustache, wearing a suit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, on the promotional picture from the Chicago Theatre. So, 
<laughs> I I can't subscribe to the fact. <sighs> He's doing all of this for fucking attention, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm really sorry, and I'm really sorry to the YouTube gods, right? <clears throat> but I believe I believe that what we're saying here is factually true. Because Eddie Izzard just decides from day to day what he's going to be called and how he's going to be dressed. And then demands to be on an all-woman shortlist. <laughs> but then, then there are other people like him out there, but they decide on a minute-by-minute basis and will take offence if you use the wrong gender, even though you have no idea what it's meant to be. <laughs> And there was someone on in a video on Twitter or something the other day saying exactly that, that she would take offence if you called her by the wrong gender. And and someone said, Well, how do I know what you are? And she goes, Well, I know what I am, so you can't you have to you have to uh, talk to me appropriately. And it's like, you know, this is ridiculous. These people these people weren't brought up properly, were they? I tell you what. Lefty Silicon Valley woke tech women, right? Yeah. Have started revolting against the ideology. Did you see this? No, what's happened? So they, oh, yeah, they yeah, I did see this. This is the, the, the conference. conference. Yeah. For women in tech. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of blokes turned up. Oh, it was predominantly blokes. Yeah, but they all kept turning up and saying they were non binary. Yeah. And then the woke women lashed back, didn't they, and said they're not women. <gasps> How can they say that? How can they? That's what they said. That's what they said. Shockeroony. That's what they said. Right. Just uh, reporting on it. Right, okay. Let's get the, 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 the next one out of the way and then it's all lighthearted from there on. And, right. Right. Uh, so the figure does appear to be correct. It's around about 500,000 dead Ukrainian soldiers. Um, That's a damn shame. Yeah. Um, we're probably talking of between 50 and 70,000 Russians and the also UK. A damn shame. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the UK has said they are all out of arms. They've got nothing left to give. Do you know what? I was, I was thinking about this today. And I was the, thinking about this earlier on. But the thing that gets me is Sunak was on Twitter today saying. We just need to give Zelensky the tools and he'll get this job done. And and I thought, there's no tools left. Because he's not got no, anybody to fight. That's the problem. I mean, they're calling up no, women. Well, let me let me um let me interject here for a minute. Because obviously today, just in the past few hours, both Russia and the USA pretty much simultaneously ran nuclear strike drills, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, the rhetoric is is ramping up. Uh, Grant Shapps nearly got us into World War Three the other day, <laughs> and it won't be long. Let's face it: the British government have pretty much declared we are at war with Russia several times. They have pretty much, well, they definitely say that Russia is the enemy of everybody and is our enemy. So, if they, if if that is true, and we're going to end up in a war with Russia. Why would we tell what we are perceived to, to be our enemy that we have no weapons? Because we, because we don't. <laughs> I think it's pretty much common knowledge that the West has run out. And the thing is, we don't have the capacity to make them because we still haven't ramped up to our war footing. 
So, I mean, if we were on a war well, footing, they'd be calling out for people to, to, to arm munitions factories and things like that. But no, we're not. We're just borrowing it off America and things. And, and now America's in the same basis. They don't have a war. They're not on a war footing either. So nobody's going, exactly. nobody's going to war, right, unless you go exactly. and look. And this is the problem, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. this, this, is, this is the real fear. This is the issue. And I've said it before. I don't want my kids being dragged into this and i don't want you know mm -hmm. i don't want any of this and i'm sure the vast majority of people don't want any of this call me selfish call me what you like but my priority is my children and their safety and their lives and their ability to have a happy healthy future yeah and our government are actively working against that interest at this particular moment in time yep but while while they, but while Zelensky's over there in America and Canada and places like that begging for more money, right? And Musk is ripping the pish out of him, even though I've lost patience with Musk. But um, what was Elena doing? What's Elena doing? Elena. Uh, what was she doing in Cartier? Hold on. Oh, I'll tell you what she was doing while Ben... I don't know what he's doing with his, his lower body, but I'll tell you what Elena was doing. She was spending $1.1 million in a single shop. Yeah. It's 1.2. Well, there you go. Um, That's a lot of money. It might have been in a single shop, but it was in a single shopping spree. So where did that money come from? Huh? $1.2 million. So... He's over begging for billions, and his wife just dropped one point two million in jewellery. What do you think of that? Yeah, one point two million from you, America. That's where it came from. Not just not just well, America. Not just America. Europe, us, whatever. So anyway, yes. Me. So the NHS. In Lothian, which is Edinburgh-ish, right? Or Edinburgh and surrounding. The NHS in Lothian is paying reparations to Jamaica. <laughs> you what? Apparently they are paying reparations to Jamaica because some surgeon who once had a plantation gave them 41 million about 40 years ago to build a wing. <laughs> what what are people thinking? That's just insanity. What? It's just insanity. Yeah, you I I'm lost for words. <laughs> Don't you think we're getting worse? Well, we need the next one. So I saw a video today of the Pope. <laughs> right. Oh, the Pope's been making some statements today, hasn't he? Oh, was it? This wasn't a statement. This was a Pope enjoying some kind of show. And he was tossing rings at the dancers, right? The whole thing was incredibly, incredibly bizarre. If you get the chance, have a look at it. <laughs> it seems to be, it seemed to be, it was almost like a stage show thing. I don't know if it was a setup or something, but it looked like the Pope. Having said that, these days, you know, you can never tell, but it, it purported to be the Pope, and he was, um, he was, I never thought, I never thought that 
the Pope tossing rings would be on the bingo card. <laughs> 2023, baby. 20. Right. 2023. So, anyway, speaking, speaking of. <laughs> speaking of a, a loose ring, um, so <laughs> I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a story that I read about. In fact, I heard about it last night and I read about it today. I was kidnapped by my runaway electric car. What? Uh Uh-huh. Driver is told how he was kidnapped by his runaway electric car and forced to dodge red lights and roundabouts. Brian Morrison, 53 from Glasgow, and he was heading home from work on Sunday night when his brand new MG EV became stuck at 30 miles an hour. Okay, the brakes would not work and he had to dial 999 from inside the car. Police were forced to stop the runaway car by allowing it to crash into their police van. So apparently the, apparently the, the police van was driving in front of the car and gradually slowed down till the point where the the vehicle, the errant vehicle came to a halt. And then they got out and they were examining it and the, the guy started to move the police van forward and the car starts following it again. So they had, yeah. they had to stop and let it crash into it again. So car just gone awry. Chinese built, MG. Chinese built. So... Well, I can't take me home. He said, the police said that, he, w- he was lucky that the incident had taken place after 2,200 hours on a Sunday night when the roads were quiet. I realised something was wrong when I was coming to a roundabout and went slow down, but it didn't do it, he said. Then I, had a, then I heard a loud grinding sound which sounded like brake pads, but because it was such a new car, I knew it couldn't be a problem with them. I managed to get round the roundabout going about 30 miles an hour and then had a long road ahead of me, so I assumed it would stop without me accelerating, but it didn't. Mr Morrison, who has mobility issues, <laughs> don't we all, <laughs> so he was unable to escape the car travelling at 30 miles. 30 miles an hour doesn't sound a lot, but see if you're sitting in a car looking out and thinking, can I jump out of this? You'd maybe be thinking twice, you know, what he should have done. Wouldn't die, but you'd probably no. be really fucked up. Yeah, you know what? If he'd been sensible about it, and I know the road he's on, right? So it's basically, it's basically countryside both sides. Mm-hmm. He should have ran it into the hedge and just event. It would have slowed down, and and it would have maybe went into the ditch. But he could probably have brought it to a halt like that. But anyway, yeah. so he decides to dial nine 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 and ask his wife. To warn vehicles ahead that he can't stop. How? How is she going to do this? <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He said it was the first time that the 999 call handles had experienced this issue and they had no idea what to do. <laughs> Control alt delete task manager. Andrew said it. It's just it's just mental, isn't it? <laughs> so there you go. Oh Right. Whiskey. No no not yet. Sticking on the police Scotland theme, right? So Right. Um Police Scotland pays out sixty thousand pounds to four cops over beard ban. 
right? Right? <sighs> so Police Scotland has paid out a total of £60,000 to four officers who took legal action after being told to shave their facial hair. Right? So the money was paid out to four traffic officers told to shave before a force-wide policy on beards was proposed. The force wanted to introduce a clean-shaving policy in May, right? Now listen to this. In May, and why did they want to do this? Because the proposals were intended to allow officers to wear protective FFP3 masks which require users to be clean-shaven. Mm. So anyway, um, they, they took them to court um, because they said, we've always had beards and I'm not shaving them because our kids won't know who we are. <laughs> yeah. Which is a fair point. I mean, but it's again, you're back to who has control over your body. So, um, yeah, exactly. so, so they won their case and the police paid out and nobody's been forced to shave their beard off. But the forces postponed oh, wow. clean shaving policy will be reviewed next year. Oh, wow. <laughs> So Shalini has just sent me the video of what appears to be the Pope sitting in a chair, mm -hmm. and he has loads of people dancing around him, mm -hmm. and uh, he, yeah, he's he's throwing rings at them. I wasn't, I wasn't exaggerating. <laughs> no, you, you weren't, you weren't, exag you weren't exaggerating, and that does appear to be the Pope. <laughs> it does seem a bit strange. <laughs> yeah, it, it, do, it does, it does seem a bit strange. I. I also um, I want to take this opportunity to apologise to Johnny Vedmore <laughs> because he wanted to come on the show tonight. He's messaged us. Oh, he wanted to be on the show tonight. Well, why didn't he message it more, mind you? The message us on Twitter, and I wouldn't have been on. Yeah, it. well, we we weren't aware that that we we wanted him on the show tonight, but we weren't aware that an arrangement was or had been made. So we will make arrangements for him to be on as soon as possible. Next Wednesday, we'll enjoy. get you on. We'll get you on next Wednesday, yeah. mate. I enjoyed having him on, so yeah. I, I can't wait to have him on again. Right. Yeah, so, so anyway, um, well, I was just I, I I was reading something about whiskey because it was trending on yeah. Twitter, and I thought, what's this trending for? And I, I started reading it. And it's all these plunkers, right? I mean, you think wine snobs are bad, right? But bloody hell, they're, they're, they're all going on about, oh, it, it, was, it was incredible. It, it had notes of burnt, um, burnt Basque cheesecake and, uh, and, and barbecued pineapple on a Caribbean beach. And I'm thinking, no, no. You're 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 drinking something that basically tastes like you know, it, it, I mean it tastes like WD forty, you know. <laughs> it's like paint stripper, yeah. Yeah, it's just one step away from paint stripper, and you're you're just yeah. making this shit up. You of are really making. Them just making this shit up. Oh, it's so peaty. Yeah, so it tastes like dirt. That's what you're saying. It tastes like dirt. Look, look. I'm gonna go to. I, I, okay. At some point in the next few months, I'm going to lock down a day and I'm going to go to the fucking Tate Modern. I'm going to go to the Modern Art Gallery in London and I'm going to review each piece that I come across in a pretentious, wokey fucking fashion. I'm going to go up to a red square and go, oh, this, this evokes the, a sense of fear, a sense of, a sense of danger, a sense of loathing and belonging and... Uh, you know, I'll give it all that crap because that is basically what they're doing. 
Yeah, I know. They're I mean, looking at a fucking red square, and they're saying it's anything other than a fucking red square. And yes, Harold, I have tried whiskey. It's no, you fucking said dirt. disgusting. Have you tried dirt? Well, yeah, of course they've tried dirt. Everybody's eaten. If you're not, you, if you've not eaten dirt, you've never had a childhood. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I've tried dirt and um, and I've tried whiskey, and whiskey's by far worse. <laughs> Coming from a Scottish man, I, I detest. I hate that. I hate whiskey. They like their whiskey up there. Well, they might, but I don't. In fact, I've actually. Yeah, what, my... When I was up at the, I was up at the Highland Park Brewery. It, no, it's not a brewery. I was up at the Highland Park Distillery in Kirkwall, um, doing some training right. for them. And the 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 guy who ran the place, the manager of the distillery, he didn't like whiskey either. <laughs> So, so we're not all whiskey lovers. Anyway, um, where was I? Uh, oh, breaking news, John, breaking news. Would you like some breaking news? Go on. Just Stop Oil activists have disrupted this evening's performance of Les Miserables in the West End, invading the stage. Great. These people are more... Uh, Why? Now there's going to be several hundred very angry people. They paid a lot of money to be in there. They're off them not. They really are. I mean, they they don't understand. I mean, these people are they are desperately thick. They really don't have a clue what's going on in the world. And no, of course they don't. You know, pretty. I mean, I I think one of the best decisions that we've made recently is to open up that oil field, right? Yeah, I agree. because if if the world goes the way I think it's going to go, and I think I might make a video on it, right? But if the world goes the way I think it's going to go, we're going to need that for ourselves, not to sell it. We're going to need it for ourselves. Except for we've—is it a Danish company that's going to be doing it? Um, yeah, but that doesn't—it doesn't matter, right? Because you know, when push comes to shove, you get the fucking—you get the gloves out, you know. And we just push them off. They'll 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 install the infrastructure, and we'll just push them out of the way when push comes to shove. You might have to do that. End. I mean, seriously, if the world if the world goes the way I think it's going to go, this kind of thing is going to start happening. And you know what? You can cash your you you can cash your um your your foreign holidays goodbye, and things like things like cruises and stuff. You won't be doing that anymore because piracy is going to going to become more and more prevalent because America, America is I mean, I, mean, I know we, we 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 riff on America being Team America World Police and, and the problems that they've caused in the world but by the same token they did enable they did enable a lot of um, well they enabled globalisation they enabled countries to trade with each other with really no fear um, but they're stepping back as well because they've become very introspective and you know they're, they're tearing themselves apart at the moment, but you know, five or ten years down the line, they're probably going to come out of that and be a stronger, you know, be stronger for that because they've got the advantage that America is a very young population, which Europe isn't. Europe's done. Yeah. We, we, there's there's one there's one or two countries in Europe could probably take control, and I, I think I might do a video on it. You know. Um, I, I think I think I think it's so damn depressing 
that we should save it for a video. Quite yeah, frankly. yeah. So anyway, um, um, so well, there's bring, a couple of the mood up. there's a couple of things left. The, uni <laughs> the University of Exeter, that's down um, that's down your way, isn't it? Not really. Is it down Adam's way? Well, it's I believe it's closer to Adam than it is to me. Yeah, <clears throat> is offering a new degree, right? It will begin in September 2024. Did you hear about this? I did. Tell us about it. So the new degree centred around magic and the occult will be offered to prospective students at the University of Exeter next year. The Master of Arts in Magic and Occult Science has been developed by the institution after a sudden interest in magic. I wonder if um, J.K. Rowling will be there to speak. <laughs> Anyway, beginning in September, the degree is set to offer students an opportunity to learn about the history and impact of witchcraft and magic all over the world. The course will look at history, literature, philosophy, archaeology, sociology, psychology, drama and religion, and how magic has played a role in Western and Eastern society. I think it sounds brilliant. It's an MA, so I could go for that, because I've... Uh, I've, I've got to uh, stop. I, I, I think I might. I think I might see if I can enrol in that because I could do a second. I could do another postgraduate degree. My 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 question is this, right? You're going to pay nine thousand pounds. Oh well, school. no. If I'm Scottish, I might. I'll probably get the Scottish government to pay for that. No, but the average student, the average English Welsh whatever student, is going to pay nine. Oh, this will be more. Pounds. No, this will be more because this is a postgrad. This isn't They're a first pay at degree. Least Nine thousand pounds. Yeah. Okay. Right. And what the hell are they gonna do with it in real life after the fact? Except for perhaps use it as fucking toilet paper. It'll be a, it'll be a good laugh though. I, I quite fancy it. I, I mean, you, you know what? It, it sounds like my life. The course will look University at university is a just, scam. Just a minute. The course will look at history, literature, philosophy, archaeology, sociology, psychology, drama, and religion. That's, that's what I do every day. University is a fucking scam. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it is. We've got too many people going. Too many people going to university and getting nonsense degrees. <laughs> nonsense degrees that they have no idea what they're going to do with in life. Me own... A family member of mine, right, has a full-on degree in film. Yeah. And works in a DVD shop. <laughs> At least he's under business. Yeah, but went to university for three years, does not want to do anything else than work in a DVD shop. Why did you spend all that money? Why did you get that degree if you do not want to enter the industry? And what well, the hell industry? He's obviously they haven't. He's probably they doing for a second-hand fucking DVD shop. <laughs> Maybe he's doing a Quentin Tarantino. He worked in a DVD shop or a video store, didn't he? Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> You go to university for three years and you get a degree in fucking gender study. What are you going to do with it? Teach. You haven't even got the qualification <laughs> to flip burgers at McDonald's. You can teach. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? 
It's a scam. It's a money-making racket. Okay. And it gives you nothing. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> I think... <laughs> Unless you've got something else to add, I think. I think that, I'm felling the East Forest. I think. I think that brings us quite nicely to the end of this evening's report. <laughs> I hope you've many. Of us were good. Many. Of us were good. But anyway, I hope right. you've um. Yeah. You people there, if you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to hit the like button. Right. Don't forget to hit the like button because it's cheaper than going to university. <laughs> and you'll get, you'll get a good education here, you know, because it's good for us. It's great for you. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm going to do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'm going to stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo. Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are timeless, so they'll put them on display. Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty. I have a sense of urgency. A message for eternity, for everyone internally. I had some people burden me, but now they fucking learn to see. I ain't the one to fuck with, now they looking nervously. And I don't really care what you think of me respectfully. You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better, see. I will outwork you, turn you to an enemy. Hurt you so bad that you're gonna need Kick rocks, I'm a stack breaks up, build what I want to know.